This episode is a little shorter than normal, but it is well worth listening to as I have on today, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. And you're thinking, how does this relate to pickleball? Well, it certainly does. Because as pickleball explodes, so does the growth of businesses around the sports. So I thought I'd bring them on the podcast today to talk about starting a pickleball business. And if you're not familiar with John, he's been an entrepreneur for over 10 years. And one of the things he does is he publishes income reports on his website, eofire.com. So be sure to check those out as it looks like his gross income for 2021 is $2.5 million, and that's through November. So he definitely does know his stuff in terms of being an entrepreneur, being in business, but also he is a pickleball player. So let's get to the intro to hear from John. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I'd like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, John Lee Dumas. How are you doing today, John? Fantastic. Love the sports, love the brands. I'm all about fire. Perfect. Well, I do like to start off the podcast by asking, how did you first hear about pickleball? And how long ago that was? I was in Long Beach, California about two years ago. And my buddy was just talking about how he wasn't able to find a good game of squash because he'd always been a squash player and how he had stumbled upon some pickleball players. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, well, listen, come out, check it out. You'll have some fun. So we went to the local outdoor courts and I watched a couple of games and I said, that game does look pretty darn fun. Looks like everyone is having a good old time. And so I grabbed a paddle, jumped in the fray and uh, had a blast. And then it looks like, are you still playing now that you're in Puerto Rico? Yes. In fact, I got enough people excited about the pickleball in my community down here in Puerto Rico called Palmas del Mar that the tennis club, which previously only had 20 tennis courts, turned three of those tennis courts into six pickleball courts with lights. Nice. And that's definitely one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the podcast today is now that the Pickleball Fire magazine is the official magazine of the International Federation of Pickleball, I'm kind of reaching out to people really all over the world. So is outside of your community, are they playing pickleball there too in Puerto Rico? Pickleball is huge in Puerto Rico. I literally had no idea before I came back from this trip to Long Beach because I've been in Puerto Rico for five years. Didn't know pickleball exists on the island or anywhere else for that matter. And then when we started playing down here in Palmas, we started to get introduced to some people in the community who would say, oh yeah, come up to this town called Caguas or Saiba or Fajardo. There's a bunch of players here and there. And so it was pretty surprising to see that there's actually quite a thriving pickleball community and has been for quite some time in Puerto Rico. They have tournaments. And now that we have this professional setup down in Palmas del Mar, where I live with these six beautifully done pickleball courts, we actually hold tournaments down here as well. Well, nice. And I saw just a few weeks ago, Puerto Rico had their pickleball national championships. Did you have a chance to participate? I did not participate. I still consider myself an amateur status, but it's cool to see the islands so thriving with this. 
Right. And yeah, actually looking at their little flyer, it looks like you could have played because they do have recreational, intermediate and advanced divisions. All right. Well, the other reason why I wanted to have you on the Pickleball Fire podcast is you've got a podcast, 3000 plus episodes on entrepreneurship, been following that for a long time. And in addition to that, you also come onto a lot of podcasts with Pickleball and the way it's going, kind of exploding really now, like you're saying, all over the world. I wanted to talk a little bit about your thoughts on is now a good time for people if they have an interest to get into Pickleball as some type of business? I would say absolutely. Because whenever you have something that's a little new, a little cutting edge. And Pickleball has been around for a long time. I did research the whole history about it with the little puppy dog Pickleball that got to his his start on, on that green grass back in the day. But it still hasn't really permeated into the general public to the level that some other sports have. So it definitely does have this opportunity where, in fact, I've been very active in outdoor sports for a long time. And the fact that it wasn't until two years ago that I started even hearing about and then playing pickleball shows you that it can fly under the radar for some people, even if they are active and kind of sports and outdoorsy, so to speak. And whenever you have something that's growing in popularity, and I think, and you would know this better than I would, but I, I feel like I just honestly heard this on a podcast recently that this year pickleball was named the fastest growing sports of pretty much all sports. Whenever I tell people, I, I, I say, this is going to be an Olympic sport because I really do believe that for sure. It's just really cool to see that there's an opportunity for people to come in and say, you know what, what's a problem in the pickleball space that's not being addressed, but don't try to become the next pickle fire. Like that's not going to work for you. Like you would just be a pale, weak imitation of Pickle Fire if you did that. Nobody needs a weak, pale imitation of Lynn Cherry. They need an amazing, genuine, authentic version of yourself. So play the game, have fun, look for what's missing, and then you go and fill that void in a meaningful way. I think that's great advice for folks because there are so many opportunities. Really, you can take a look at other sports and other businesses and how they grew, how they started, what types of businesses they have. Any thoughts on the type of person that might want to start a pickleball related business? You know, who that person is? I'm a big believer that you need two ingredients to start a good business. Most people just think you need one of these following two ingredients. I think you need both combined. One of the ingredients is passion, is excitement, is enthusiasm for that space. Now, the problem is a lot of people just have that ingredient and they start that thing. Well, guess what? That's a hobby. If you just have passion, excitement, and enthusiasm, because you have to add the other components, the other ingredient for a business, which is, are you adding value to the space? Is your skills, expertise, and knowledge solving somebody's problem? If the answer is yes to that as well, so your passion and your value are overlapping, then you have a business idea. That's where you can win at a really high level. That's a good point. And one of the things about pickleball is that people get very addicted to it and it's addicted really in in a positive way. And that's something where clearly I think the passion is going to be there for a lot of people. So it sounds like really the the next 
thing to make sure that you have when you're starting that business is that you have a particular skill or value that combines both things. Absolutely. It's really critical that you do both enjoy what you're doing every single day and you're adding value and expertise to that thing. Because if you just have that value and expertise, you might get some initial momentum and traction, which is great. But guess what? The person that also loves doing that thing and they're adding that same kind of value, they're going to win because they're going to get up every day and do that thing over and over and over again. Now, what do you think is the hardest part about doing something that's entrepreneurial and getting started in a pickleball business? The hardest part about pickleball business and any business is finding the place that you can become the number one solution to a real problem. People will beat a path to the doorstep of the number one solution to their problem, and they will ignore the second solution all the way through to infinity because people want the best solution to their real problem. I had a terrible case of tennis elbow, maybe you call it pickle elbow, when I was playing a lot, like four to five days a week. And I didn't want the second best solution to that problem. I wanted the best solution to that problem. I would have paid hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for the number one solution to my pickleball injury, which was pickle elbow. And that is such a huge opportunity for people to realize that you can just find one thing that's not being solved at a great level that you can immediately come in and provide the number one best solution. And you can build a business out of that one single thing. All right. Now, given that I know a number of pickleball players have pickle elbow or tennis elbow, what did you find as the solution? Well, you need to ice every single night. So I was getting into the habit of icing. I even got this ice sleeve that I would wear. It just stays in your freezer, put it on, wear it for like 15 minutes every single night. I even like having two of them so I can kind of rotate. So one's always frozen and one's always really cold. And another thing is I found this, the names escape me now, but essentially it is a electric massager that has this really hard rubber point that I can get in between my elbow and turn up the uh, frequency to, and also the strength of it to whatever number is just heavy enough where the pain is like really bad. Keep it on that point for as long as I can stand to massage that tendon and then do that two, three, sometimes even four times per night. It's kind of like giving yourself a little bit of a torture session, but that is what that tendon needed. And I did a lot of research as exactly where and how to get into that. And it really has helped a lot. So does that mean you're 100% now? Not 100%. I'd say that I'm probably in the 90 percentile right now. And every time I find myself slipping into a less than 90 percentile place, I can go right back to that treatment. All right. Well, that is great advice for both pickleball elbow and entrepreneurship, starting a pickleball business. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today, John. Thank you so much, Lynn. It was a blast. Congrats on what you're doing and prepare to ignite. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.